Welcome to Manufacturing Mastery with Graham Fitzgerald, the podcast. My name's Graham Fitzgerald, and for over 30 years I've led some of Australia's largest manufacturing organisations, riding the highs and lows, the occasional failure, and the plentiful successes that inevitably come with being in business. This podcast is aimed at helping you, the progressive Australian manufacturer, with practical, current, and real-world advice on navigating your pathway to sustainable success in manufacturing. Myself and my special guests will cover everything from how to embed a planning framework into your business, new approaches to innovation, the importance of culture and how to lead change, and navigating the new normal as an Australian manufacturer. So manufacturers, let's master it. Hi everybody. In today's podcast, I'm joined by Jackie Daly, founder of The Measured Marketer, a marketing organisation that specialises in supporting Australian manufacturers. Jackie and I first met a couple of years ago when I was looking for some marketing support in positioning my consulting business. Jackie has over 18 18 years' experience in developing marketing strategy to support businesses and their leaders to achieve the goals, including return on investment, market awareness, brand positioning, amongst other things. Jackie is passionate about taking the complex world of marketing and technology and turning them into a language and a form that allows businesses to make the right decisions and deliver the returns they want for the investment. Jackie's experience includes international campaign management, event coordination, PR, issues management, crisis communications, internal communications, brand management, and public speaking, amongst a long list of other activities. Today's podcast theme is marketing and Australian manufacturing. When I was considering the themes for my first season of podcasts, I felt that manufacturing and marketing was one area that had to be included. From a many years experience, it's apparent to me that one area that Australian manufacturers have a great opportunity to improve is in the marketing of their business and the products and solutions they provide. In our time together, I hope we can share some of the passion Jackie has for this too often neglected aspect of manufacturing and help you on your journey to a sustainable, profitable future. So welcome to Manufacturing Mastery, Jackie. Hi, Graham. Nice to be here today. Thanks for inviting me. Not a problem. I've been looking forward to this for some weeks now. So So what um, I plan to do, just to help keep things moving, um, I know our uh, listeners are all very busy people and uh, we want to keep it as uh, short and uh, concise as possible. So I've got a few questions I might just used to lead through the discussion, but uh, we'll just play it as we go. So uh, maybe if you could uh, just share with everybody uh, where your interest and passion for marketing came from and how that passion's translated to your journey working with manufacturers now. Um, Well, I guess I, um, if I go all the way back to school, I was really um, quite a creative little girl. Um, I really love the humanities subjects, but I also had a real interest in maths. So it's a bit of a um, a bit of a combination of of interests right there, um, and that really led me down a path of um, studying communications at university. Um, and it was at a really interesting time, Graham, where we had the opportunity to to start to learn about website development, um, as well as understand the some of the more traditional approaches to marketing through public relations, etc. 
one of my little ties into manufacturing is actually that I worked for my dad's business whilst I was at university and I was based on an industrial site at the One Steel site in, in Newcastle, um, Ingle Street in Mayfield. So I feel like I grew up in a pretty industrial area and um, managed to get a really good understanding of business. Um, I was looking after the admin and the accounts and the marketing from, from quite early on in my career. Um, I thought at the time that I wanted to get out of the dusty and dirty industrial sites, but um, somehow I just haven't managed to escape that. <laughs> I think it gets into your bones or something somewhere, um, gets under your skin and you can't get away from it. I think so. That sounds very, very similar story to mine. <laughs> So in trying to escape my industrial heritage, um, I moved straight to London after uni and actually worked over there for eight years, which was really important part of my career journey. Um, you know, the early 2000s was when digital marketing was really taking off and I, I managed to be right in the middle of, of the, you know, the digital marketing hotspot um, and I was really learning the tools of my trade in, in fall those fall early fall. 2000s. Yeah, it was really exciting time. Um, and then I guess another another move in the career was once I moved back to Australia, um, I ended up in a, a really exciting role at the University of Newcastle. Um, and one of the campaigns that I was responsible for was actually working with the academics and the researchers to help them translate the importance of their research and what that meant to, um, to community. So, um, you know, if I think about now working with, with engineers, with manufacturers, with scientists and trying to help them, I guess, um, interpret and tell the stories of their complex and nuanced kind of um, services and offerings and products that they produce, um, yeah. that was really an important part in, in my pathway to now really enjoying and lifting the bonnet on working with these manufacturers to, I guess, translate what they're doing um, to an audience um, in a way that they will better understand it. Well, no, one, no wonder you can handle manufacturers if you... Uh... <laughs> Cut your teeth working with uh, the university <laughs> research lecturers. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my little personal sort, sort of stories is, if, you know, if I can work with um, academics, accountants and real estate agents, then, you know, this manufacturing sector is just a breeze. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so there's a bit of a, um, a passion and you ended up, um, so how, how did you end up with um, the focus in the, uh, I guess specialising in the area of manufacturing? How did that yeah. sort of come um, When I left the uni, I just knew I really wanted to work with businesses that needed help with their marketing. Um, and I am based in the Hunter region, so there's a big focus in the area on, you know, um, manufacturing, heavy industry, a lot of STEM businesses are, are the kind of clients that I work with. And I think it's that the big understanding, the bigger picture, Graham, that's really made me quite excited about working with manufacturers, you know, versus potentially working with other sectors or, or businesses in other areas. This, um, you know, business to business um, and explaining and working with clients that are really solving the national challenges of our time. That's what gets me really excited about working with these kinds of businesses. No, that's... Um... There's some echoes I'm hearing in uh, your your yeah. things you find passionate. So, yeah. so um, 
with that, um, then what what can you share with us? What um, you see as some of the critical aspects of marketing that manufacturers must must have nailed down to have a successful, profitable, and growing business? Yeah. So I guess a lot of the time when my business, um, when we start working with a manufacturer, they know they haven't prioritised their marketing. They're, they're coming to me for help um, and they're aware that they're, it's a part of the business that they've just not managed to get to or they just don't understand it. And that's completely understandable. I don't know how to manufacture widgets. So it's, you know, it's about leaning into that area of expertise that you need help with. So I guess... When I start working with these manufacturers, we start with the core foundations of marketing. So do these businesses, as a manufacturer, to those of you listening today, do you have a clearly defined value proposition? Does your branding match your market needs? Are you easy to find online? And do you have a good website? It's just Let's get the basics right first. And the other thing is making sure that you have all of the marketing metrics set up to actually measure what matters. The other thing that I notice is that manufacturers, um, if they're lucky, they're doing really well in one particular industry or segment and they haven't really explored the opportunities in other markets and they just don't even know how to get started in those areas. So, you know, that's another area that once we've got those foundations right, that they've got a clear understanding of how to articulate the products and services that they have and the problems they solve for the market. So that's what you mean by value proposition, is it? Yeah, it's about understanding the customer. What does the customer need? Yeah. And what is the problem that you solve for that particular customer? Yep. And what makes your offering, your product, your service unique to what else is on the market? Yeah, yeah. Um, so once that's really clear, and it's actually not as easy, you know, to, to work on that kind of thing yourself as, as you might think it is. It, it is, it is helpful to get some support in, in defining that value proposition. It's then about thinking, well, how can we take this fantastic offering or this fantastic product that we have and market to a completely different segment or even a, just a completely different geography? Um, you know, often a, a client, when we start working with them, will just be focusing on their local market when, you know, there might be a huge op opportunity for them within other states or even in other countries as well. I think it's a really important thing that you highlight there it's one of the things that um in the current world that i've been talking with clients about is around um uh, the risks associated with just relying on the small segment segments of the market and the the resilience that you can create in your business if you have a broader market um opportunity so yeah it takes uh, away a lot of the risk doesn't yeah. it yeah and then I think the only other thing to flag in terms of the critical aspects of marketing for manufacturers is there are absolutely nuances to the different kinds of channels that you have. So you can't be great at everything and you shouldn't use every single marketing channel and tactic that exists. So if you think about um, if you're selling directly to consumers, if you're a B to C business, um, you want to be utilising really different channels to do your marketing to if you are a business-to-business -business or a B2B kind of business. 
So, you know, whether you're on Facebook versus LinkedIn, whether you are sending email marketing campaigns out every day of the week or once a month, it's all depending on the type of audience or who your customer is. And I think that too often I see businesses trying to be great at everything um, and then in the end don't do much at all because it's all just too overwhelming and they can't prioritise. So don't, don't try to be all things to all people. Yeah. I like, I like that message. Are you looking to grow your manufacturing business need some support to achieve your goals. My Manufacturing Mastermind Group is a great place to start. This exclusive group receives monthly worksheets and guidance around the five key principles of manufacturing growth. There's a monthly live virtual Q&A session and a live mentoring call with a Mastermind member where we troubleshoot the business challenge of the day. Plus, this group comes together on a quarterly basis for a one-day workshop to ensure accountability in the delivery of your business growth plan. Find out more by visiting grahamfitzgerald.com.au slash mastermind. So one of the things that um, you founded the Mission Marketer several years ago, um, from my experience, um, the, the concept of marketing um, and measured haven't always been uh, included in the same sentence. Some might even go so far as to say they don't go together. Isn't marketing one of those dark arts that you can't really measure? Graham, you're hurting my feeling. <laughs> no, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> I mean to understand because it's, it's one of those things. Well, this is why, you know, the measured marketer and proving the value of our um our expertise and the impact that we can have on a business is absolutely imperative because from my perspective, um, the ability to measure what matters in marketing is absolutely possible. Um, Everything can be measured. Uh, And just like other parts of the business, it's actually important to understand what are the important metrics that you need to measure because there is so much data, there is so many ways to analyse Mm. how businesses performing from a marketing perspective. So um, I've, I've probably summarised down my five top things that I think we should measure when it comes to marketing, if you would like me to go through those. I would, I would love you to go through those <laughs> because I like the concept of, if, of measurement because if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And if you can't manage it, you can't improve it. So uh, yeah. if um, we're about improving the profitability and sustainability of businesses, It's one of those foundation bits. Yeah. Okay. So the important things, the top five things to measure in your marketing, in your manufacturing organisation is to measure, start with your plan. It's actually to articulate and write down what are your business goals and then how can marketing help support you in achieving those objectives. So it might be the obvious things like you want to sell, you know, 500,000 units or you want to generate $1 million worth of revenue for a particular product or it might be that you're looking for 100 new prospects in a particular new industry. I think what's really important, even from a marketing perspective, is that you write down what you're looking to achieve as a business um, and that you're checking in monthly to see how you're performing against those goals 
and then you can work with your marketing person, marketing team, marketing agency, marketing consultant to make sure that you're heading in the direction of achieving those goals and marketing is absolutely the tool to get you there. The second thing that I think you can measure from a marketing perspective is whether your branding is working for you. So when I talk about branding, there's sort of two elements to a brand. One of them is the way you look. So your logo, how does your website look? What are the quality of the emails that you're putting out into the market? Do all of the touch points that a customer has with your brand look and feel right to your customer base? And the second part of branding is um, can you clearly articulate that value proposition, the message around the products and the services that you offer and how you can help your clients? Now, the best way for you to measure whether your branding is working is to just ask your customers. You can run online surveys. There's free tools you can use to help you do that. Um, you can conduct phone interviews. You can have focus groups. The main thing is just that you stay really in touch with your customer and talk to them, ask them the questions about whether what you're putting out into the market is resonating with what they need. Um, the third thing that is absolutely imperative for you to measure is your website. Um, and if there's only one thing you take away from our chat today, make sure you have Google Analytics set up properly on your website because there is so much you can learn about um, not only the current performance of your business but also the future trends and, you know, what particular products might be generating more interest than others, where traffic is coming to from your website from all around the world and once we've got that benchmark information, like how many visitors you've had in the last three months or so, then we can start to look to grow it and improve it over time. So make sure you've got Google Analytics. Oh, it really is making sure you've got measurements in place in the yeah. first place before you know where you are right now to start with. Yes, yeah. We need to, we need to have the tools set up first in the first instance so that we can develop that benchmark understanding of what does it look like today and then what are the tactics we could put in place into the future to improve from there? Number four um, is measure the size of your database. Understand the numbers that you have in terms of how many prospects did you speak to this day, week, month, year? Um, how many customers do you have right now? And then the more you understand about your customers and your prospects, and even importantly, your conversion from prospects to customers, the more you're going to know about your business and the more likely you are to have a successful and thriving business into the future. And the last important measurement is measure the performance and outcomes of your marketing activity. So whether you're running marketing campaigns, whether you're investing time into social media, whether you are you know, putting ads in a particular newspaper or a, um, online publication, there are a lot of metrics that you can use to measure the effectiveness of those, um, of those tactics. And I guess as part of that as well, if, if the phone is ringing whilst you have a campaign in market or after that time, have your sales and your extended team ask 
where those prospective customers found out about you. Um, one important thing to note is that, you know, if you are investing in marketing um, and you might be running, for example, a two-week advertising campaign, okay. don't just measure the performance of that campaign over the two weeks that it's in market because, you know, the leads are going to come through for, for a much longer time frame than the two weeks. And also, depending on the size and how long it takes to, you know, move a prospective customer through your pipeline, you might have generated an inquiry in, you know, in February when you had the campaign in market. And it might take until June or December that year for it to actually convert. So it's really unfair to just um, measure the performance of the campaign for the short time period that's in market. I think, yeah, I think... Um... From my experience, the different different industries have different time from inquiry to make the sale. It yeah. Just depends. So, what you're saying is be aware of that and don't don't be too short sighted. Eh? Is that right? That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. If you're wanting tailored one to one coaching for fast results. Perhaps my mentoring service is the option you need. This package includes two one-to-one sessions each month and a weekly accountability call, as well as access to the growing network of members in the Mastermind Group. Find out more by visiting grahamfitzgerald.com.au forward slash mentoring or contact me directly via the form on my website to understand how I can best help you grow your business. So as you know, I, I guess I, I I have enough marketing knowledge just for some people to say I might be a little bit dangerous. Can you share your thoughts on the greatest opportunity for Australian manufacturers in 2020 and beyond that, um, particularly around how they market themselves to prospective customers? Yeah. So I'm really excited to work with manufacturers right now. I I just think there's a huge opportunity. Um, You know, the Australian government modern manufacturing strategy, the focus on domestic manufacturing, um, the ability to access funds and have, you know, a really great support team behind you um, with government grants such as the Entrepreneurs Program. You know, there is so much structure and support for you to look at the way your business is set up and how you can look to, you know, not only expand on your existing markets but diversify into new markets. It's The time is now um, and, and I'm really excited to work with businesses to do that. So I guess, you know, one of the things I would suggest that, that these manufacturers do is work with an experienced marketer to create a marketing strategy for your business. You need to put the time into planning. Um, I always tell my clients there is no way I'm going to invest any of their funds on marketing and advertising activity until I know they've got those marketing foundations set up properly. Is their brand right? Does it resonate with their customers? Is their website working effectively? You know, who are we trying to target? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's almost like I don't want to waste your money or my time doing something that hasn't got any thought behind it. No, it's like sending somebody to the shop on a Sunday afternoon and the shop's not open. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Let's make sure that, yeah. you know, the website is their 24 hour shop front and yeah. that it's going to do the selling for them. Yeah. Okay. So how do you think the, um, the COVID pandemic, um, Will, will impact uh, in these manufacturing businesses over the next three to five years? I just think it's that um, I think the opportunities there in that, um, you know, the, the need to find the solutions within Australia. Yeah. Um, and so and I think that the government's putting the funding behind um, the support structure that those businesses need to help them elevate um, all aspects of their business, marketing being one of those. Yeah. So, you know, every time I work with these amazing manufacturers, they are so great at what they do and so terrible at marketing themselves that nobody knows they exist. I so think we- the core message you're saying there, though, is the opportunity has probably never been better, but only for those who are willing to do the work to go out and put themselves out there rather than... If you sit and wait for it to happen, it probably won't. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think there are a number of manufacturers that got a little scared this year in 2020, but I also think there are a a number of manufacturers, um, I guess, all the way through the spectrum. Some just coasted through without too much impact and others had so much opportunity and pivoted in so many exciting ways because, you know, they they just saw the opportunity that was there and it's the same as any business in any time frame. If if you're not willing to look to the future and what's happening, um, yeah. Don't be, don't be too disappointed if it doesn't arrive. Hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. so many examples of, you know, across multiple industries. Kodak was leaders in their field, gone. <laughs> I like to use them in part of my strategic planning oh. workshops. Yeah. A great example. Yeah. Got to stay on top of what's going on in the market. So part of um, my aim in uh, these uh, podcasts is to give them, um, give our listeners uh, something that they can take away. I think you've probably already given them um, uh, ample number of uh, small things that they can go and do already. But uh, as a practitioner for responsibility for achieving real results with your uh, clients. Can you share with us one of your greatest, the greatest challenges in marketing and how you tackled it? Mm, this is um, a really good question. And I guess one of the things that I notice is that often the challenges when I'm working with clients are really nuanced to that particular business. Yeah. And so in an ex- as an example, in a particular scenario, um, I was working with an OEM, an original equipment manufacturer, um, and they uh, manufacture a heavy industry, uh, heavy equipment for industry, um, and for a mine site in particular. They had an opportunity to work um, on a really big project um, overseas, and that particular end user, the client, was really nervous about um, using the Australian solution, um, and not that the the concern was around the Australian, you know the the high quality Australian manufacturer, but it was about the localised support. How are we going to be able to, you know, get the parts and do the repairs that we need to do on this multi-million dollar piece of equipment um, if if the service is all being delivered from Australia? So 
we took that on as a marketing challenge um, and decided to take a really personalised approach to, um, I guess, easing their concerns and addressing the problems that they were bringing forward to us. So this end user wanted to make sure that they were going to get great localised support. So what we did was we built a microsite. We built a website directly to respond to this tender opportunity. And we covered off on a whole range of things. What was the selection criteria, of course, for that tender? We ticked all of those boxes as we needed to. We showcased how to repair that equipment. We created video content to show how you could repair different parts of the equipment. Um, We provided the contact details for the local support providers in country. And we also provided 24-hour contact details for our um, for our team in Australia. And, you know, the whole thing, we put the relevant manuals for that particular yeah. piece of equipment in there. We gave them access to buy the most, um, you know, frequently required spare parts. Yep. So any of their concerns were really alleviated by us addressing um addressing this specific project opportunity um, in a really personalised way. So really built a trusted service business model for that customer to give him permission to make the decision to say yes. Yeah, and that idea went from being a marketing idea to then becoming a customer service portal. Absolutely, that's exactly what it is, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so just a little bit on the numbers, um, that project cost $5,000. It cost us $5,000 to build that microsite. <laughs> it was an $8 million project. Yeah, that's 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 what I was chuckling at. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's the point. And that's just proving, you know, how with highly personalised and targeted marketing, we in the industry would call that account-based marketing, ABM, and we talk a lot about that these days. When you're going for high-value opportunities, how can we invest the time and the money to prove to those particular clients that we are the right fit for their needs? That's a great example. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, uh, one. Um, we're rapidly running out of time, but uh, I guess I have my one uh, big question. Um, you've been doing marketing now for many years. Um, uh, what's been your greatest lesson in that time and, and how is it still influencing you today? Mm. I guess, you know, in walking in the door and meeting these manufacturing business owners for the first time, they find marketing overwhelming. Um, and even more so since the explosion of digital marketing. Yeah, but I guess what I want I want you listeners to take away today is, you know, you don't have to be a huge business. You don't need to have a huge marketing team to deliver great marketing outcomes and marketing results. So I've sort of really tried to clearly articulate this through through this session is and through this podcast is that you need to have a really solid understanding of who your customers are. You need to be able to articulate how you can solve your customers' problems. Um, You need a really good website and you need to make sure you've got those analytics set up properly so you can measure the performance of your site. And you need to find a way to capture and communicate with your prospects and customers ongoing. So, 
you know, beat the drum. Once you've got these channels set up, beat the drum. Stay consistent with your message and don't assume because you've put out one email launching a new product or one social media post that, you know, you can wash your hands and it's done and everybody in the world's going to um, to know about what you've just launched because, you know, the statistics, there's, there's a whole range of, of data behind this, but it takes 18 touch points with a customer or a prospective customer for them to be ready to buy from you. Yeah. So, you know, the world is bombarded with marketing messages and branding these days. So just create the channels, be really good at the basics and then beat the drum. That is my key message. So so marketing is uh, very similar to most other disciplines of manufacturing then that uh, it's not something you do once and then uh, move on from it. It's uh, something to continue to master. Um, And and it doesn't, uh, I guess the message I'm hearing is, don't overcomplicate it. No. Get good. Get good assistance and help um, to do that. Yeah. And um, yeah. Wow. And do but, it. And and there's a whole heap of models. You know, um, you can recruit internally. You can work with agencies. You can work with freelancers. Um, the important thing is just find those few tactics that work for you and remain consistent in the message. No. Look. I've you've been very, very, um, I think it's been very insightful. I, I, I know I've uh, learned even more things today uh, after talking with Jackie. So as you know, mastery of um, manufacturing is uh, fascinating to me and uh, I could go on talking all day if I had the chance. So um, thanks for sharing a, a small part of your journey today and uh, I'm sure there are many takeaways. I know I've got two written down here myself. So um, thank you very much uh, for your um, your time. Uh, you can uh, contact Jackie. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Oh, good. You can ca- you can contact you, Jackie, on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah. Is that right? Or via your website? What's your website? Maybe I'll get you to uh, share that with yeah. people so that. Uh... So my name's Jackie Daly, and the website is themeasuredmarketer.com.au. Uh, thank you for your time today, Jackie, and your insights. Um, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye, Graham. Bye. Thank you for being part of this week's episode. It was great to have you. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas and suggestions for future topics for the podcast. So please get in touch through my Facebook page, Graham Fitzgerald, Manufacturing Growth Specialist, my LinkedIn page or via my website, grahamfitzgerald.com.au. That's G-R-A-E-M-E fitzgerald.com.au. If you're enjoying what I'm putting out here, please rate, review or subscribe to the podcast so more manufacturers can find out about it and we can build our community of masterminds manufacturing in this great nation. Talk to you soon.